the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God will gladly take over navigating our lives when we surrender to Him. He's standing on the outside, waiting for us to open the door of our hearts from the inside. We must let Him in and give Him complete control. As Pastor Rander continues today's message, listen closely as he focuses in on God's criteria for knowing His will and what we must willingly do to live in Him, through Him, and for Him. God must always be first in all things, and we must submit to His Lordship in all things. Remember to keep your Bible, pen, and paper handy. The psalmist says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I can hug you. I can see your tears. I can put my hand on your shoulder and pray with you. That's what we did in prayer meeting last night. It was so meaningful. It was so relational. The whole house was moved as we heard testimonials of those who were going through challenges. But but by technology, you can't touch that t- technology. And, and when you're looking at it by Zoom, how, how can a person who's Zooming or live streaming, how can they usher? How can they greet? How can they take care of children in the nursery? How can they take care? How can you, for bookstore, persons who want to go into a bookstore, how do you minister to little children? How do you go to Mo Ranch from live streaming? You see what I'm saying? Now, look how quiet it's getting. But only the truth is going to set you free. Technology is quite appropriate when it's necessary. I am not against technology. But I'm telling you something. You are missing the best part when you're not here personally. And that's the same is true for in the academic. Do you realize those kids that did, did, that have been doing in-home learning, do you realize their learning overall went down? Look how quiet y'all getting now. It, went down. it wasn't the same as being in person, interacting in that school. And when they gave them uh, laptops and stuff, they don't know where those laptops are. The educational system went, went down. It's something about being in school, learning and growing and social development. Your children need that. They need to deal with life and deal with kids who are difficult to deal with because life is difficult. You can't do everything from home. You know what? Some of you have been given permission. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Y'all listening. Some of you have been given permission to work at home, and that's fine. And now some of your jobs want you to come back to work, and you're saying, I'll quit before I go back. Now, now wait a minute. That, when you were hired, it was nothing about saying you could stay home forever. Actually, I know, I know this is counterculture, but you keep coming back because you know I'm preaching truth. It's something about getting out the house and going to work. Not that anything is wrong with working at home. It has its place. Uniqueness, especially when a mom can work at home and be with some children and 
There's some great things all about it, but I'm saying be balanced about it. Okay, am I preaching balance? Be, be, be balanced about it. For heaven's sake, you know, I would go crazy if my wife and I just worked home all day. Because then how do I go home if I'm at home? How do I mean? I never left. And then you know what? I frequent the refrigerator more than ten than the COVID fat come on and all this stuff. And then you get irritable and you sometimes you look at each other, you get tired of each other and all that kind of well, you don't have a break from each other. You need to you need to go out. I can't even ask how was your day. You need to get out the house, connect with people, socialize. You, you, your mind is, we were made for connectiveness, interaction. We were made to be, we're, there's a social aspect to us. That's how you keep from being depressed. You just can't look at the same four, four walls and just lock yourself into these four walls. And, and, and that's your whole life. A whole year is gone and you've just been between those four houses from the kitchen to the living room, to the bedroom, to the dining room, to the kitchen, to the bedroom, to the kitchen, to the refrigerator, to the freezer. Let me out! Let me out! I want to breathe. I want to drive to work. I want to be around people. I want to interact. I want to connect. I want to help people. I want to witness. How can I witness if I'm just shut in 100% of the time? Where's my witness? Who can I talk to? I'm sociable. I told you, this is summary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, help me. Um... Number three, if you fellowship with those who deceive and teach lies, if you fellowship with those who deceive and teach lies, you may become one of them. If you fellowship with those who deceive and teach lies, you may become one of them. Even if you are not converted through their teaching, you will still send a mixed message and may cause spiritual babies and those who are weak in the faith to stumble. Verse 11 says, for he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. We must not tolerate error no matter how much uh, we like a person. Oh, I like him so much. What what he or she is saying is false, but they're so nice. They're so kind. They're so sweet. No. They're so charismatic. They're so persuasive. They're so influential. They're so popular and sincere. But their teaching is from the pits of hell. All erroneous doctrine must be resisted and confronted in love to protect your family, the Lord's church, and the purity of the gospel. Number four, to abandon the truth and sit under one who is teaching false doctrine will result in your losing all you have gained spiritually. In other words, false teachers will set you back. If false doctrine is embraced, it could mean not only a loss of reward, but also a loss of your own soul. 
Verse eight says, look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we work for, but that we may receive a full reward. Transition. What does God want his children to do with the truth? What does God, this, book, this, mess, this whole book is about truth. What does God want his children to do with the truth? Well, he wants you to, first of all, study the truth. Second Timothy 2.15 says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We're going through Bible doctrine in Sunday school. We're dealing with the scripture and the trustworthiness of scripture, inerrancy of scripture and all those things, even in Sunday school. Where is Sunday school? By the way, were you in Sunday school this morning? Who is your Sunday school teacher and why you've been out so long and so comfortable being out? Study the truth. Be abide in the truth. Second John nine says, whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine. Doctrine means teaching of Christ does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the father and the son. About remain in the truth. Don't sway. Stay right there. See, learn from others who are faithful to the truth. Learn from others who are faithful to the truth and begin teaching others yourself. You know how you grow? The best way to grow is by teaching others. You want to keep from being complacent and, and apathetic? Start teaching. Won't you say? And a good place to start is in vacation Bible school. Now, if all your students run away, you know that's not your gift. Okay? When you teach, you grow. When I, I've learned way more pastoring this church than I ever did in seminary. Because I'm grinding it out. Grinding it out. Learn from others who are faithful to the truth and begin teaching others yourselves. Starting with your children. 2 Timothy 2.2 2 says, And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Beloved, we are responsible for the truth we know. Furthermore, why possess the truth and not dispense it to others so that others may grow into Christ-likeness? Why have the truth, possess the truth, and then not dispense the truth so that others may grow into Christ likeness. You grow when you're teaching, investing, discipling. D, continue in the truth. That's what you should do with the truth. Continue in the truth. First Timothy 4.16 says, take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Underline this, continue in them. Don't stop. Continue in the word. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. You keep your children in the truth. You, you bless your children. You're saving the souls of your children. You're encouraging the lives of your children. You're helping them when they're going to be attacked by the enemy and by bullies and, and deceivers. Beloved, you begin to drift spiritually and lose your passion for Christ when you are not intentional about continuing in the truth of God's word, you begin to drift spiritually and lose your passion for Christ when you are not intentional 
about continuing in the truth of God's word. So continue in the truth. Uh, e, practice the truth. Practice the truth. First John 2, 4 says, he who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. He says he's of the truth, but he's living a lie. It's because he's a liar. Practice the truth. Uh, next, stand for the truth. Stand for the truth. Ephesians 6, 14a says, stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth. Stand for the truth. Stand in the truth. Don't waver. Hold your position. Hold what you've been taught. Don't let some fly-by-night person knock on the door and that sounds right and you're gone with the wind. It's, I mean, you're gone. I mean, you're real gone in church. 30 years. Now you think you've heard the truth. You've been into a lie and you're good and gone. Stand in the truth. G, speak the truth. Say it with me. Speak the truth. truth. Say it a little bit louder. A little bit louder. First Timothy 2, 7 says, for which I have appointed a preacher and an apostle. Look, for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I am speaking the truth in Christ and not lying a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Now, let me transition, buckle your seatbelts, and I'll be done. This is still summary. Why is it important for believers and those in leadership to speak the truth? I I wish to God that everybody who could write had a pen would write these truths down to the glory of God. Why is it important for believers and those in leadership to speak the truth? First of all, let me just tell you the truth. There is not a believer under the sound of my voice that has not lied. Okay? I'm going to say it. I'm going to repeat the whole thing again because some of y'all just witnessed shock. First of all, Let me just tell you the truth. There is not one believer under the sound of my voice, radio, internet, that have not lied. And if you say you have not, you've just proven my point. We've all lied. Come on, let's just be honest with ourselves. You You can't be of any benefit to God Lying to yourself. To thine own self be true. When God brings us under conviction, we need to repent and stop lying because habitual liars will not enter the kingdom of God. I'm not talking about somebody lied now and then way later they told another lie and just and felt bad about it and straightened up. Repented and straightened up. I'm talking about somebody who just lied to be lied. They lie so much until they are smooth liars. Smooth. Smooth liars. I wonder are there any smooth liars in the house? When God brings us under conviction, we need to repent and stop lying because habitual liars will not enter the kingdom of God. 
You say, where is that? The last book of the Bible. Revelation chapter 21, verse eight says, if you can get there, you need to find it. It's not hard to find. All you got to do is turn your Bible over and open it up. Revelation 21, eight says, but the cowardly, those of you afraid to stand for Christ, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, that's even those that murder babies. That's those that murder children. That's those that murder innocent folk in the streets. The murderers. Do you not know birth? Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Do you not? Abortion is murder. Look at that. Now, y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. You've allowed these people to dupe you. I would be less than a preacher if I didn't tell you the truth. I'm going to say it again as loud as I can by, by live streaming and everywhere. Abortion is murder. You have to have life in the womb before you have life out of the womb. And some of y'all have, the lie has been said so long until you begin to believe the lie. Believe the lie. And some people have a dash to say, well, you know, that's a political talking point. That's hellish for you to think like that. When God said you shall not murder, America wasn't even in existence to have politics or to be a Republican or a Democrat. Think about that. But the Bible says, if you don't love your brother, how do you how can you love me? That goes all over, not, not just your brother, it goes back to the baby. If you don't love the unborn, those who are conceived in the womb. How can you say you love God? How, how, how can you say that? Life begins in the womb. Mama, I thank you that you had me because had you taken me, you would have been killing a gospel preacher and you would not have even known it. And I don't take it back because it's the gospel truth. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I am a Christian. What, what are you? Are you Christian? You, I mean, you mean, wait a minute, y'all said that. Are you, if you're a Christian, say amen. 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 I mean, when Moses, you know, the, the, the midwives, uh, when Moses, when, when Pharaoh passed the edict to destroy the babies, and, and it was selective abortion, kill the boys. That's why Moses ended up in that little, uh, little basket there, you know, to save the child. Uh, let the girls but kill the boys. Selective abortion. That's over 4,000 years ago. Nothing new. Y'all have allowed the media to mess you up. And you don't even know it. Some of y'all need to be in the spiritual ICU unit. Because what I'm saying makes you uncomfortable because these politicians have screwed up your thinking. You've sided with secularism. You've sided with the culture. And you're going to stand before God. God says, when you've done it to the least of these, you've done it to me. He said, it's better for you to have a millstone around your neck and cast in the sea than to hurt one of these little ones. It's all in the Bible. But I want to know, somebody need to come tell me But after I finish this message. Why do we not hear more messages like this when I can read pages and verses out of this book and I know what the book say and as I know what the truth is, but am I believing a lie? Get quiet all you want. 
is the gospel truth. For the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderous, sexual immoral, sorcerous, idolaters, and look, underline this, all liars. Say all liars. Yes, don't choke now. Don't choke. Don't cough. Don't cough. Shall have their part where? In the lake of fire, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Everybody talking about heaven ain't going there. And that frightens me when we try to dilute the truth, disregard it. Because this is what mama said, this is what grandma said, this is what Democrats say, this is what Republicans say. But what does the word of God say? Says, what does it say? Why are you looking at me cockeyed? If I'm telling the truth, won't you give, it, give God a hearty amen? amen? Get over yourself and say amen. amen. Y'all been messed with. And I'm a preacher of truth. It says, all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Beloved, if this does not convict you about lying, then nothing else will. What do people lie about? You say, man, you're right. Who said said that, man? (laughs) Oh, that's a great answer. He said one word, everything. That's right. I, I can. I can. I can't touch that. That's, I can have a better answer. Everything. Everything. I, I could talk about a thousand things, but let me just give you a little small list of what people lie about. People lie on their taxes. Lying. People lie on exams. They cheat. Professional scammers. You teach it. You know, cheat, cheat your way through and still, and you graduate with a degree and you're still Mr. Dumb. C, lie on resumes, all elaborate, all doctored up and fixed up. You know you ain't all that. Now, some of you are, but some of you people are doctored up. You say, is that really them? You know, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Now, when, when, when it comes to your time, if I outlive you, and I have to bury you. Don't don't tempt me to lie and make up something on you, and you know you wasn't all that. I mean, you died, and we didn't have to make one adjustment in the church because of your absence. I gotta say, well, she loved the Lord. <laughs> she didn't usher. She didn't greet. Didn't give. He didn't. He didn't serve here. He wasn't in Bible study. He loved the Lord. He loved the Lord. If you love me, keep my commandments. Some pastors end up lying over, lying over the person. They, you got to look in there and see if that's that person. <laughs> Some of you lie to the cop when you're speeding. I wasn't speeding. <laughs> you know you were speeding. You know what? If you stop by the cop, the best thing just going to say, you know what? I surrender, I give up, you know, but if you have any mercy, uh, please give me some. Uh, If not, I understand. And deal with a smile. You know, he might just let you buy because so many people are ready to fight and fuss and deny and shake their fists. I wouldn't sell. I was going going 56 and a 55 and you were driving 80. 
So if you lie when it comes to money. You lie about your weight, how much you weigh at a doctor's office, a doctor this, or somebody asks you on a, on a document how much you weigh, and you, you know, you, you, you looking like 280, talking about you 195. <laughs> Some of you lie over your age, over your age, get over it, you're just growing old. You're not young at heart, you're old. Some of you lie about the size of fish you caught. I caught one this big. He caught one about the sardine. You know, this, oh, it, was, it took me three minutes to reel it in. Sometimes true. Some of you lie about the hours you actually put in at work. You don't give your full day's work. You're loafing. You're around the corner talking on the phone. You're on the internet surfing, but you're making the same pay. You, 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 don't, you don't get off it's because it's unwork-related. You stay on it and still getting paid for it. Come late, getting paid for it. Get off early, getting paid for it, then getting mad. Want to go to EEOC. You know you were lying to begin with. Some of you lie about your whereabouts. When you say you are at one place and you're actually at another. Some of you lie about your tithes. God has given you extra checks, extra bonuses, another job, raises, all kind of stuff. And you still give God that same amount. And some folk subtract from their giving. People lie about their sexuality. They lie about abstaining from sex when you're not. You're saying you're abstaining from sex when you're not and God sees you and he knows what you're doing to that own self be true. Be true by the word. Be sure your sins will find you out. What's done in the dark will come to the light. Stop saying you're a virgin and you're not a virgin. Be holy you will hinder the work of this church, the progress of this church, the, the, the goal and vision of this church. Repent and return to God so that you won't hinder the work of, of God here at Maranatha. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to join us Sunday, September 11th at 10 a.m. as we celebrate Grandparents Day. During this special celebration, we will honor grandparents for their loving support and the spiritual foundation they have laid to guide us through life's journey. Come, be inspired, be tremendously blessed. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.